The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. And I want to turn to the phones right now and welcome Renice. Is that your name? Yes, it is. You have a question about your boyfriend and porn? Yes. My boyfriend looks at porn, and we've had this discussion before that I'm not really comfortable with it. I don't like it. And yeah. uh, I've told him about it, and he told me that he would stop, but he lied. And we're both in the military, and he just left for deployment, and I saw that he was looking at it. And I confronted him about it, and he lied to me. And then, you know, I, like, kept going, and he finally, like, told me. And um, I just don't know what to do because it's been an ongoing thing. And I just don't, under- like, I explained it to him, and he just can't understand it. What did you tell him? I just don't like it because it makes me feel really insecure. And it's, like, the types of things he looks at, like, none of them have any resemblance to me. So it makes <laughs> okay. me think that he wants something else. And he tells me it's not that, but it's not making sense to me. Okay, so partly it's your deciding if this is a relationship breaker or not, because the key thing is you're feeling insecure. And one of the key benefits in wonderful, delicious things about a romantic relationship is that you feel loved, cherished, you feel like the most important person in your partner's life, apart from himself. You're the most important social value. And so if you're not feeling that, what is it that he's not doing? I know you're saying he's looking at porn, and it also depends what type of porn you're talking about, because if it's just sensual pictures, I mean, people look at those when they go through a museum. And I can tell you that I certainly love looking at ballroom dancers who are half naked doing the samba, the salsa, the cha-cha. Right. You know, it's not the nudity per se. It's the quality of your relationship and what the porn means to both you and him. And what type of porn he's looking at. You know, it might be light porn, uh, just as a turn-on, or it could be porn that just totally disgusts you and you feel pressure to have to do what he's looking at. And well, go it's, ahead. Not, it's not like feeling a pressure. Okay. It, it is light, but it's just that, I don't know, it just bothers me. That he looks at, I'm not a short girl, and he, he like likes to look at short girls, and it just makes me feel like, do you want a short girl? So partly it's your feeling settled that he loves you for who you are and that you feel good about who you are. And it's an awful feeling. I mean, whether you're 10 years old or whether you're uh, 30 years old, it's an awful feeling to feel rejected by your partner. So, you know, there's nothing you can do about your hubby. What attracted him to you in the beginning? Well... We don't really have any issues like that. I don't feel like he doesn't love me. I don't feel like anything. It's just that that really bothers me. And he tells me, like, he likes who I am and how I am. He, you know, he's like, it's nothing to do with you. It's just something I do. But I just can't understand how you, like, want to look at somebody else. Because I don't do that. Okay, so you're not looking at naked men. You're not looking at other men that you work nope. with. or. So what does he tell you? Um, That he just does it. You know, he's like, it's just a thing to do. And I keep telling him, I just don't, I don't understand why you need to do that. Because it's not like uh, we don't, like I don't send him pictures or something. So I don't understand if you have pictures of me or something, why you need to look at other women. Okay, so that's working this out as a couple's issue. Because certainly there are going, you know that there are often sexual discrepancies in pre- 
preference of what partners want to do. There are discrepancies in how frequently they want sex or intimacy. There are, you know, there are lots of different discrepancies. And couples need to work out something called a couple's style, something that you're both at home with. And what could he do that would help you feel apart from, let's say he continues, because you can't force his mind. You can't force him to right. never look at porn, right? right. You, you've already discovered that. I've tried that. <laughs> yeah, you've tried that. So assuming he looks at light porn, and it's how you interpret it. If you interpret it that he likes short girls, that, and he doesn't like me, then that's going to be a negative. If you interpret it as what's a positive way you could interpret it that would not uh, be a comment on you, your character, or your physical looks? Honestly, I have no idea because I cannot wrap my mind around it. Okay, so let me throw out some possibilities. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Okay, so let me throw out some possibilities. It's uh, that in your day-to-day life, it's hard to switch gears quickly and get into a sexy mood. You know, unless unless you've just met couples, and I don't know, how long have you been together? Um, Over a year. Okay, so when you're together over a year, that initial, um, th- those initial stars in your eyes and just you can't wait to be with that person lessens a bit because you're dealing with day-to-day living. So how do you rev up for some intimacy? And if looking at porn turns him on or could turn you on, if you could even you know, attempt it as a couple's activity, looking at something that's within your comfort zone, And, you know, let me get rid of the word porn, just sensual material or just something erotic that can turn you both on, then you could play with having it as a couple's activity and not see it as a threat to you. You know, you could run an experiment like that. The big thing is you need to feel good about your own looks. And that's key. And one of the things you can do, I don't, I've, I've written a book with Dr. Ed Locke, and it's called The Selfish Path to Romance. It doesn't mean the mean, rotten way to romance, but how to love with passion and reason. And we have a whole chapter on sex that you can take a look at. Um, you can go to my website, drkenner.com. Listen, I want to thank you so much for the call, and I wish you the best. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. You hired a detective, how could you? Hey, I'm sorry. What do we really know about this woman? She makes Dad happy. That's all we need to know. Is it? Some people do get married before they know all they should. Remember Cousin Donald? He was married two years before he found out his wife used to be a man. Yes. And I think that's great. Think of the visuals, being married two years before you find out that your wife 
used to be a man. Uh, I don't I don't know what romance was like there. Uh, and there are two aspects to that. In one sense, um, when you're the kid and your father is dating again, this is Frasier, if you didn't recognize the voices, and your dad's dating again, do you just back off and he can date whoever he wants? He's a grown adult. He'll make his own mistakes and he'll use his own judgment. Or do you be a budinsky? <laughs> do you butt in and say, whoa, wait a minute, dad's just infatuated with this woman and there's a lot more to find out about her. Maybe you don't have to go to the lengths of hiring a detective, but it may be wise to raise some questions with dad. Uh, just in generally talking with him, dad, you know, what do you know about her? What are her habits? You know, what's it like to... Uh, to stay with her, assuming dad hasn't slept with her. Uh, but, you know, what's her attitude towards money and what's her attitude towards health and fitness? And um, what's, what does she, how does she keep her appearance up? Are you at home with that? Is she one of these uh, cozy people or is she someone who likes to dress to the hilt and that might drive you nuts? How do you feel around her? Do you feel visible? And does she feel visible too for what matters most, most to both of you? And have you explored with one another what's most important to you? And finally, are there any deal breakers, uh, things like anger management problems that may not come out on a first or second or third date? Or maybe she has a habit that you really like, dislike, uh, such as drinking or drugging too much or smoking. Or maybe she's got cats and you're highly allergic and that would be a deal breaker even though you think the world of her. You, maybe you don't like her friends. So when you're dating someone, you really want the skills to choose the right partner. If it's, if, if it's your dad dating, eh, you may need to back off a bit and he may need to, uh, you can raise questions, you can ask, you can sit and listen gently, um, but you cannot grill him. Um, if you're looking to choose a right partner yourself, though, I highly recommend uh, the book that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke, we have a whole section, Choosing the Right Partner. And that goes through a whole a bunch of different considerations that you would want to take into account in finding a romantic partner. And the book is The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And by selfish, we mean self-valuing, self-nurturing, uh, self-respect, self-esteem for both partners. Nobody lives in the shadow of the other partner. You both are on equal footing and you learn how to cherish one another and to not not lose yourself in the relationship. And so I do highly recommend our book. Uh, it, it's You can get it on Amazon and you can see it at SelfishRomance.com. The first chapter is free.